I'm Michelle Long. Time for Daily Market Wrap this Wednesday, August 24, 2022. Jitters palpable in Asian trade on Wednesday after Wall Street struggled to shake off negative sentiment from a PMI data that showed economic activity in the U.S. and the globe weakened yet again. Investors also waiting for the Jackson Hole Symposium for clues about how aggressively the Federal Reserve can continue raising rates in the campaign against high inflation. AIA's Hervé Livor hopes to get more clarity from Fed Chairman Jerome Powell. If you reduce the uh, gap in interest rates, then you reinforce the attractiveness of domestic assets in the Philippines relative to assets uh, equivalent in the U.S. That's one way you can uh, bring or improve the valuation of uh, equities or bonds um, in, in the Philippines. The other important way uh, policy rates can influence uh, the value of assets is through inflation expectations. And uh, I may require a certain uh, work of memory from your audience, but <laughs> when you look at the global equity markets, the rebound that we have started to see in the course of June with further developments in July, they coincided with this commitment of the Fed to do whatever it takes to fight inflation. For the day, the PSE index gained four-tenths of one percent to close at 66.43 on light trade. Value turnover just above $5 billion. Regina Capital's Luis Nimlinga notes support coming from foreign funds. I think there were concerns that GDP would be uh, you know, below 6 or 7% during the, during the early stages of or rather during the first quarter of the year. But the fact that we were able to grow uh, within the target of the 7 to 9% range of the government speaks volumes of how resilient the Philippine market is. And if you even contrast this with the likes of uh, China and Thailand, I think the foreign funds are really just looking for an alternative right now where they think there's going to be a lot of growth even, uh, or despite all these, uh, you know, the, these current headwinds that we're still facing. In corporate stories, ABS-CBN shares slipped 2%. ABS-CBN had said the company and TV5 have agreed to hit pause in their closing preparations to give both organizations space to respond to issues raised by lawmakers and regulators and accommodate any relevant changes to the terms. ABS-CBN and TV5 signed an investment agreement earlier this month that would give the Lopez-led company 35% of TV5. In other news, Leandro La Vista Solar Philippines, Nueva Ecija Corporation or SPNEC, which is changing its name to SP New Energy Corporation, says while the name change may open doors to other renewable energy, focus will remain on solar, which has become competitive and reliable, especially with improvements in battery storage. Breakthrough has been with a decrease in the cost of batteries, which now means that while solar without batteries is below 4 pesos per kilowatt hour, Solar with batteries should be between 5 to 6 pesos now per kilowatt hour. The renewable portfolio standard of the DOE and the forward-thinking programs of utilities like Meralco, renewable energy will now become a very large share, they say 35% by 2030, of the total energy supply. When we began this journey in 2013, solar was less than 20 megawatts of total installed capacity in the Philippines, we estimate. And even by last year, it was just maybe two and a half to three percent of the total energy supply of the Philippines. So there's a long way to go to get to, let's say, the 30 percent 
that would mean that it would be at par with what coal would be by then. La Vista shares on top of their solar projects, they have one wind project abroad and one locally. And while nuclear power could help alleviate the pressure on supply, SPNEC is not too keen to get involved in that space yet. And that is it for today's Market Edge. Don't forget to hit the follow button for the latest market action in the Philippines.